Section 24 of A Young Girl's Diary by Anonymous, translated by Cedar Paul and others. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by K. Hand. July 1st through 29th, the third year. July 1st. Thank goodness. Everything has passed off without a public scandal. Frau Dr. M. spoke to me in the corridor, saying, Lanier, you've had a narrow escape. If certain voices had not been raised on your behalf, I really don't know. Then I said, I'm quite certain, Frau Doktor, that you alone have saved me from a bad conduct, Mark. And I kissed her hand. Get along, you little baggage, for the one part simply a child, and for the other with your head full of thoughts which grown-ups would do well to dispense with. After all, one can't help one's thoughts, and we shall be more careful in the future as to the persons to whom we talk about that sort of thing. Here's another thing I forgot to mention about the outing. When we got back into Vienna by rail, most of the parents came to meet us at the station. Father was there, too, and so was the innocent child's mother. Thank goodness Father did not know her. When we got out of the train, there was a great scrimmage, because we were all trying to sort ourselves to our parents, and suddenly I heard Hella's voice, No, madam, your child is not in our bad company. I turned round sharply, and there was Hella standing in front of Frau von Zirkwitz, who had just asked her, Hello, you! What has become of my little Annalise? The answer was splendid. I should never have been able to hit upon it. I always think of good repartees after the event. It was just the same that time when the old gentleman in the theatre asked Hella if she was alone there, and she snapped at him. He said, impudent as a Jewess, or an impudent Jewess. It was too absurd, for first of all it's not impudent to make a clever repartee, and secondly it does not follow because one can do it that one is a Jewess. So Hella finished up by saying to him, No, you've made a mistake. You are not speaking to one of your own sort. We break up on the 6th, but because of Dora's matriculation, we are staying here until the 11th. Then we are going to Fieberbrunn in Tyrol, and this year we shall stay in a hotel. So I am awfully pleased. Hella had a splendid time there last year. July 2nd. My goodness, today I have... No, I can't write it plain out. In the middle of the physics lesson, during revision, when I was not thinking of anything in particular, Fräulein N. came in with a paper to be signed. As we all stood up, I thought to myself, Hello, what's that? And then it suddenly occurred to me, Aha! In the interval, Hella asked me why I had got so fiery red in the physics lesson, if I had had some sweets with me. I did not want to tell her the real reason directly, and so I said, Oh, no, I had nearly fallen asleep from boredom, and when Fräulein N. came in, it gave me a start. On the way home, I was very silent, and I walked so slowly, for, of course, one must not walk fast when, that Hella said, Look here, what's up today that you are so frightfully solemn? Have you fallen in love without my knowing it, or is it at long last? Then I said, Or is it at long last? And she said, Ah, then now we're equals once more and there, in the middle of the street, she gave me a kiss. Just at that moment, two students went by, and one of them said, Give me one, too. And Hella said, Yes, I'll give you one on the cheek, which will burn. So they hurried away. We really had no use for them. Today! Hella wanted me to tell her everything about it, but really I hadn't anything to tell, and yet she believed that I wouldn't tell. It is really very unpleasant, and this evening I shall have to take frightful care because of Dora. But I must tell Aunt, because I want a San tea. It will be frightfully awkward. It was different in Hella's case, first of all, because she had such frightful cramps before it began, so that her mother knew all about it without being told, and secondly, because it was her mother. 
i certainly shan't tell dora whatever happens for that would make me feel still more ashamed as for a sand tea i shall never be able to buy one for myself even if i live to be eighty and it would be awful for father to know about it i wonder whether men really do know i suppose they must know about their wives but at any rate they can't know anything about their daughters july third dora does know after all for i switched off the light before i undressed and then dora snapped at me what on earth are you up to switch it on again directly no i won't then she came over and wanted to switch it on herself oh do please wait until i've got into bed oh is that it said dora why didn't you say so before i've always hidden my things from you and you haven't got any yet and then we talked for quite a long time and she told me that mother had commissioned her to tell me everything when mother had told her all about it but she said it was better for one girl to tell it to another because that was least awkward mother knew too that in january hella had but how i never let on it was midnight before we switched off the light july sixth oh i am so unhappy when we went to get our reports today and said good-bye to frau dr m she was awfully sweet and at the end she said i hope that you won't give too much trouble to my successor at first we did not understand for we thought she only meant that it is always uncertain whether the same member of the staff will keep the same class from year to year but then she said i am leaving the school because i am going to be married it gave me such a pang and i said oh is it true yes lanier it's quite true and all the girls thronged round her and wanted to kiss her hand no one spoke for a moment and then hella said frau doktor may i ask you something but you mustn't be angry all right ask away is it the captain we met in carnuntum she was quite puzzled for a minute and then she laughed like anything and said no bruckner it is not he for he has a wife already and gilly who is not so frightfully fond of her as hella and i are said frau doktor please tell us whom you are going to marry there's no secret about it i am going to marry a professor in heidelberg that is why she has to leave the high school it's simply ruined my holidays hella has such lovely ideas the girls would not leave frau doktor alone and they all wanted to walk home with her then she said my darling girls that's impossible for i am going to perkersdorf to see my parents and then hella had her splendid idea the others said please may we come with you as far as the metropolitan and at length she said they might hella said come along and we hurried off to the metropolitan before them and took tickets to hudeldorf so that we should be able to get back in plenty of time and there we were waiting on the platform when she came and when all the girls came with her as far as the entrance then we rushed up to her and got into the train which came in at that moment of course we had second-class tickets for hella being an officer's daughter mayn't travel third and frau doktor m always travels second too and we all three sat together on a seat for two though it was frightfully hot she was so nice to us i begged her to give us her photograph and she promised to send us one then alas we got to hudeldorf now my girls you must get out then we both burst out crying and she kissed us never shall i forget that blessed moment and that heavenly ride as long as the train was still in sight we both waved our handkerchiefs to her and she waved back when we wanted to give up our tickets hella looked everywhere for her purse and could not find it she must have left it in the ticket office luckily i still had all my july pocket money and so i was able to pay the excess fare and then for once in a way i was the sharp-witted one i said we had traveled third and had only passed out through the second so we had not to pay so much and no one knew anything about it there's no harm in that sort of cheating of course we really did go back to third although hella said it would spoil the memory for her that sort of thing does not matter to me 
we did not get home until a quarter past one and aunt dora gave me a tremendous scolding i said i had been arranging books in the library for frau doktor but dora had inquired at the high school at twelve and there had been no one there we had already gone away then i said and had gone part of the way with frau doktor m for she was leaving because of her marriage then dora was quite astonished and said ah now i understand the other day when she had to go into the room while the staff meeting was on the staff was talking about an engagement and fraulein thim was saying not everyone has the luck to get a university professor that must have been about her certainly thim won't get one not even a school porter today i've been writing this up for two days i had such a delightful surprise she sent me her photo simply heavenly father says the portrait is better looking than the reality nothing of the sort she is perfectly delightful with her lovely eyes and her spiritual expression of course she has sent hella a photo too we are going to have pocket leather cases made for the photographs so that we can take them with us wherever we go but we shall have to wait until after the holidays because hella has lost her money and nearly all mine was used up in paying the excess fares and such a leather case will cost three crowns father has some unterrible transparent envelopes and i shall ask him for two of them they will do as a makeshift dora's matriculation is tomorrow she's quite nervous about it although she is very well up in all the subjects but she says it's so easy to make mistakes but father is quite unconcerned though last year he was very much bothered about oswald and poor dear mother was frightfully anxious pooh said oswald i shall soon show them that there's no need to bother all one wants at the metric is cheek that's the whole secret and then all he telegraphed was dirch through and poor mother was still very anxious and thought that it might mean dirch gefallen failed but of course it really meant dirch gekommen passed for meanwhile the second telegram had come and father had brought two bottles of champagne to row down ready to celebrate oswald's return there won't be anything of the sort after dora's matriculation because mother is not with us any more oh it does make me so miserable when i think that two and a half months ago she was still alive and now july ninth this morning while dora was having her exam she passed with the distinction i went to the cemetery quite alone i told aunt dora i was going shopping with hella and her mother and i told hella i was going with aunt so i took the tram to potzlinsdorf and then walked to the cemetery people always ought to go to the cemetery alone there was no one in the place but me i did not dare to stay long for i was afraid i should be home late it's a frightfully long way to potzlinsdorf and it always seems so much further when one is alone and when i came away from the cemetery i took a wrong turning and found myself in a quite deserted street near the turkenshans that sort of thing is very awkward and for a long time there was simply no one of whom i could ask the way then by good luck an old lady came along and she told me i had only to take the next turning to get back to the tram line and just as i did get there a potzlinsdorf car came along and so i got in and reached home long before dora but in the afternoon helen nearly gave me away quite unintentionally but since they were all talking about the matriculation i was able to smooth it over now that dora has finished her matriculation she will have to tell me a great deal more about certain things she promised she would before the matriculation she was always so tired because of the frightful grind but that is over now and i never do any work in the holidays what are holidays for frau doktor dunker has really given me only a satisfactory it's awfully mean of her and i shall have to learn from her for three years more nothing will induce me to bother myself about french now for she has a down on me and when one's teacher has a down on one one can work as hard as one likes and it's no good but it was so different with frau doktor m i've just been looking at her photo so long that my eyes are positively burning 
that i had to write up about today even when one had been stupid once or twice she never cast it up against one never 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 the sweet angel july tenth we are going to f tomorrow i am so glad it is frightfully dull today for hella went away yesterday to berkstagaden where she is to stay for six weeks and on the way back she is going to salzburg and perhaps aunt dora will take me to salzburg for two days so that we can see one another again before hella goes to hungary she is lucky i can't go to k m this year for we are going to stay in f till the middle of september i got my name-day presents today because they are things for the journey a black travelling satchel with a black leather belt and half a dozen morning handkerchiefs with a narrow black border and an outfit for poker work and a huge bag of sweets for the journey from hella the world is a wretched place without hella i do hope we shall marry on the same day for mother always used to say the most ardent girl friendships are always broken up when one of the two marries i suppose because the other one is annoyed because she has not married i wonder what it would be like at frau doctor m's wedding and i wonder whether she knows about everything very likely not but if not i suppose her mother will tell her all about it before she is married dora told me yesterday that mother had once said to her a girl always gets all sorts of false ideas into her head the reality is quite different but that is not so in our case for we really know everything quite precisely even to the fact that you have to take off every stitch oh dear i shall never forget it oswald is coming to f on the twentieth for first he is going to munich for a few days july twelfth it's lovely here mountains and mountains all around and we're going to climb them all oh how i am enjoying myself i simply can't keep a diary it will have to be a weekery for i must write to hella at least every other day we are staying in the edelweiss boarding-house there are about forty visitors at least that's what we counted at dinner there is a visitors list hanging up in the hall and i must study it thoroughly the journey was rather dull for dora had a frightful headache so we could not talk all through the night i stood in the corridor half the night at one place in salzburg there was a frightful fire no one was putting it out so i suppose no one knew anything about it the boarding-house is beautifully furnished carpets everywhere there are several groups of statuary in the hall we are awfully pleased with everything there are four courses at dinner and two at supper flowers on every table father says we must wait and see whether they change them often enough father has a new tweed suit which becomes him so splendidly for he is so tall and aristocratic looking we have coats and skirts made of thin black cotton material and black lace blouses and we also have white coats and skirts and white blouses and light gray tweed dresses as well for father is really quite right morning is in your heart not in your dress still for the present we shall wear black but we have the white things in case it gets frightfully hot today on a cliff quite near the house we picked a great nosegay of alpine roses dora has brought mother's photo with her and has put the flowers in front of it unluckily i forgot to bring mine i should like to go to the top of the wild deck or one of the other mountains it would be lovely to pick edelweiss for oneself but father says that mountaineering is not suited to our ages the baths here always seem very cold only about fifty four or sixty degrees at most dr klein said we should only bathe when the water is quite warm but apparently that won't be often we have not made any acquaintances yet but i like the look of the two girls wearing bosnian blouses at the second table from ours perhaps we shall get to know them one plan has come to nothing i wanted to talk to dora in the evenings about all sorts of important things but it is impossible because aunt dora shares our room here's another tiresome thing father's room has a lovely veranda looking on to the promenade while our room only looks into the garden of course the view is lovely but i should have liked father's room much better 
only it is a great deal too small for three persons there is only one bed and its furniture is of a very ancient order i do hate that sort of furniture the lady who keeps the boarding-house calls it empire i don't suppose she can ever have seen a room furnished in real empire style july fifteenth when dora and i were out for a walk yesterday she told me a great deal about aunt dora i never really knew before whether uncle richard was employed in the asylum or whether he was a patient there but he is a patient he has spinal disease and is quite off his head and often has attacks of raving madness once before he was sent to the asylum he tried to throttle aunt dora and in another respect he did her a frightful lot of harm i don't quite understand how for aunt dora has never had any children and why on earth do they make such a secret about uncle richard but when i come to think of it no one ever wanted to talk about mother's illness there's no sense in this secrecy for in the first place that always makes one think about things and secondly one always finds out in the long run at last aunt dora was so terribly afraid of uncle that she always kept the door of her bedroom locked it must be awful to have a husband who is a raging maniac father once said to dora your aunt dora is enough to drive one mad with her whims and fancies of course he didn't mean that literally but i must watch carefully to find out what aunt really does to annoy anyone so much most likely it is something connected with this matter to my mind aunt alma has many more whims and fancies and yet uncle franz has never gone raving mad dora says that uncle richard may go on living for another twenty years and that she is frightfully sorry for aunt dora because she is tied to such a monster why tied after all he is in an asylum and can't do her any harm dora didn't know about all this before aunt only told her after mother's death dora thinks it is better not to marry at all unless one is madly in love with a man and then only by a marriage contract in that case that would be excluded but i always imagined a marriage contract was made because of a dowry and money affairs generally and never thought of its having such a purpose frau meyer whom we met in the summer holidays two years ago had married under such conditions but it puzzles me for if that is what men chiefly want when they marry i don't see how any man can be satisfied with a marriage contract there must be a mistake somewhere perhaps it is different among the jews for the meyers were jews july twenty first no i never should have thought that hella would prove to have been right in that matter i got a letter eight pages long from annalise today that time when hella had to stay at home for five days she believed that annalise would make fresh advances but obviously she was afraid so now she has written to me my own dear rita you are the only friend of my life wherever i go all the girls and everybody likes me and only you have turned away from me in anger what harm did i do to you after all she did do me some harm for there might have been a fine row if it had not been for frau dr m that angel in human form she writes she is so lonely and so unhappy she is with her mother at the grotch hydropathic near moran or bozen i forget which i must look it up if i answer her for i gave my word of honor to hella that i would never forgive the innocent child but after all to write an answer is mere ordinary politeness and is far from meaning a reconciliation and still less a friendship she says that there are absolutely no girls in Graz, only grown-up ladies and old gentlemen the youngest is thirty-two Brr. i know i should find it deplorably dull myself so really i will write to her but i shall be exceedingly reserved she finishes up with listen to the prayer of an unhappy girl and do not harden your heart against one who has always loved you truly that is really very fine and annalise always wrote the best compositions frau dr m used often to praise them and to speak of her excellent style but later she really did not like her at all i often told her she ought not to be so affected or she would lose the power of expression from sheer affectation 
i shall not write to her immediately but only after a few days and as i said with great reserve july twenty third i got to know the two girls today their names are olga and nelly one is fifteen and the other thirteen i don't know their surname yet but only that they have a leather goods business in maria hilferster their mother's hair is quite gray already their father is not coming until august eighth we have arranged to go for a walk at four o'clock this afternoon to brenfelden july twenty sixth i have made up my mind to write every day before dinner for after dinner we all go with our hammocks into the wood after all i wrote to annalise three days ago without waiting so as not to keep her on tenterhooks i have not written anything to hella about it because i don't know how annalise will answer hella says she is having a royal time in inichin but the tiresome thing does not say just what she means by royal she wrote only a bare three sides including the signature so of course i did not write to her as much as usual july twenty seventh dora is not very much taken with the veners she thinks they are frightfully stuck up she says it's not the proper thing to wear gold bracelets and chains in the country above all with peasant costume of course she is right but i still like the two girls very much and especially olga the younger one nelly puts on such airs they go to a high school too the heitzinger high school but olga has only just got into the second while nelly is in the fifth dora says they will never set the danube on fire no matter leave it to others to do that we enjoyed ourselves immensely on our walk i'm going to spend the whole day with them today father says don't see too much of them you'll only get tired of them too soon i don't believe that will happen with the veners july twenty ninth it's my birthday tomorrow i wonder what my presents will be i've already had one of them before we left vienna three pairs of open-work stockings aunt dora gave them to me exquisitely fine and my feet look so elegant in them but i must take frightful care of them and not wear them too often aunt says perhaps now you will learn to give up pulling at your stockings when you are doing your lessons as if i would do any lessons in the holidays end of section twenty four